Welcome back to this week's episode of The Uninformed Podcast, where we review and discuss your favorite topics. Today we have myself, Jared, and for the rest of the panel, if you'd like to introduce yourself. I'm Jonah. What's up? I'm your friend, Ethan. Hey, it's your old pal, Zach, or Tish, is what I've been called. Boy, uh, Chandler here. And what a lovely crowd we have. Today, we have a special topic in store for all of you guys. We're switching it up from the normal guidelines. And today, we did something special. We all prepared more or less a topic of something that we don't know anything about. We all have a question. It's a moral philosophy. Just a question, basically. None of us know what it is. And we're going to throw it out there and get everyone's views on that topic. Is that right? That's right. Thank you for reassuring me. Yeah. Let's go. And I get the privilege of starting us off. So my question for the panel today is, what do you believe is true, even though you cannot prove it, and why? So an example is you believe the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl next year, or you believe in God. Or you believe in life and other planets or whatever you want. What do you believe is true and you can't prove it and why? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So each of us can have a different answer here. Santa Claus. I I was just going to say that one. That's going to be mine. (laughs) Wow. I believe to an extent that there is an afterlife, but nobody really knows. I would second Mm. that. I would say... I believe in God and Jesus and the Bible and all of those teachings and therefore an afterlife. But again, you can't, can't prove it per se. No one knows what happens when you die. I believe that there is definitely a a higher being, but I don't know what the heck it is. Like I, I've seen so much crap nowadays just for what, I don't know what my mind thinks is after it, but I think somehow every religion when it comes down to it afterward, it's all connected in a way. That's just what I think. But that's who knows? Could you expand? So do you mean that you believe there's one true religion? No, well, in a way, look at it like this. Christians believe in heaven. The the Norse religion people believe in Valhalla. There's also all the Middle Eastern religions that believe in what they believe in, too. So it's like everybody has their own place where they go to for salvation after they die, where everybody's in their happy place. But there's also the bad place if you do bad and sinful things that are really bad. So it's like there's a heaven and hell for every religion. So they're all similar in a way, but everybody follows it differently. You know that the top four religions in the world all have the same book? That's exactly my point. Everybody, everybody just reads it differently, but essentially they're all connected in a way. That's how I look at it. Yeah, exactly. Is it's crazy? What are what are three and four? Uh, uh, obviously Christianity, Judaism. I, I think, think Hinduism is one of them. Hinduism and Islam. Is India. They all have. Uh, yeah, they all. The Old Testament is there's all a variation and all. Obviously, Christianity and Judaism have that, but also. Islam and Hinduism have a variation on that. And the names and the it's like the same similar stories, same similar timeline, and the names are like slightly different. So it's 
ultimately from the same, you know, passed down traditional stories. That's pretty cool. My dog's licking my hand. Uh, uh, and nice. I mean, the Norse mythology, I know it's like a, a fantasized version of it, but that's like the most intense version of it. When you think about it, like Valhalla, you get to do everything awesome over and over again and repeat it after you die over and over again, or you go to a place that's completely frozen over with ice. That's barren wasteland and torturous. Like that's the best example of heaven and hell. I think. Mm -hmm. What about the Greek one where if you're just a regular person, you go to uh, limbo, but if you're really good, then you get to go to their, you know, on quote unquote heaven. And if you're really bad, you go, but if you're just regular, you don't go to heaven or hell. You go to like a third, just a limbo, like, you're Basically, just nothing stuck in purgatory. Purgatory. Yeah, you're stuck. Yeah, purgatory. Yeah. Exactly. What do What do you think about that? I think uh, that'd be freaky. Like stuck in purgatory. I mean, because I didn't do like, anything wrong. I'm just a normal person. Yeah, bro. you're normal. Like, <laughs> exactly. If you're normal, what warrants you to go to like all that pleasure? You know, what's the one religion that you get to like have sex with 49 virgins or something? Like, I think it's like uh, Mormons. Mormons. No, no, yeah, Mormons. You can have no. more than one wife. Uh, Muslim. You can have it's, like more than like us. thirty wives, like a Muslim or something like that. Remember the Zohan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I throw another example out there to address Jared's original question? Yes, I think life. Yeah, Islam. It's Islam. <laughs> Islam. Uh, <laughs> life. Life in outer space. Um. Or just, and maybe more specifically, that we're not the only living beings in the universe. I just, with how vast the universe is, and they say it's ever expanding, um, maybe we truly are the only planet out here. But I just find it kind of, if it's as big as it is, I think Earth is described as a grain of sand on a beach in the universe. There's got to be some other life oh, yeah. forms out there. Oh, I totally agree. It's like, I think humans have just been the ones to evolve the most out of any other. And the ones that are out there that have evolved more than us are, I think, like, they're just looking at us. And, you know, we've supposedly discovered extraterrestrials a long, long time ago. And they've covered stuff up since the 40s. And, you know, there's one of those really crazy news articles that came out in the early 1940s of them finding a ufo and it was obvious what it was but they covered it up constantly but there's like all this technology that the government hides from you know your average everyday normal person how much of that is hidden and how much of that technology do they know about that has that they haven't been given yet by whatever else is out there because if there's aliens out there with that type of technology that can go a hundred times faster than anything we've ever made Obviously, their stuff is 10 times better or whatever, how much better than our stuff. So what's what's stopping them from giving that to us? I, I think it's two reasons. Um, it's one, one is either that the beings that I don't think we're ready for visited Earth that contacted uh, the government. They're pretty much <laughs> telling them that do not tell this to any other form oh, yeah, of life definitely. or humans because we're not ready for it. Yeah, exactly. And then the other it. one is, what would you say? I don't think we're ready for it either. I think that's exactly oh, exactly. And the government just thinks that we're not ready for it because yeah, they don't yeah. want to cause panic. Yeah. Um, and I have a that's feeling. Scary, yeah. yeah, I feel like, I have a feeling too. Like, at least from what I've seen, it seems like the government, at least the U.S. government, it might it might be like other governments around the world, that they are trying to ease us into it because. Uh, 
from what it's I've there. seen, they're ha- yeah, <laughs> it's <And> like, there. <laughs> well, they've slowly released uh, video footage of uh, UFOs or uh, different flying objects. Like there was Commander Fravor, I think it was like uh, early two thousands, because he was a he was a pilot, a U.S. pilot, I think, or Air Force pilot, yeah, and he saw uh, a flying object that <laughs> moved at incredible speeds uh he tried to catch up to it and you could definitely find the video on youtube um that's just one of the videos that were released but it's definitely fascinating can i offer a counterpoint to what's been said so far go for it if, go ahead. if there is other life in the universe there has to be one race one planet one species that is the most advanced that's just Look at how, look at like our planet. There are uh, you know countries that are ahead of others in various aspects. So there's got to be one that's out there. You know, is I'm not saying we are, but I'm just saying we could be. Like that would be a, a, an option. And the other option is if the universe is advanced as it is, or as big as it is, maybe they just can't get to us. It'd be like trying to look for, you know, uh a rock in the ocean like it, it'd be so hard to find life on other planets and who knows where they are compared to where we are so i just feel like it would almost be like happenstance to to stumble on something i mean we can barely get to the moon as is yeah <clears throat> if we're getting into that there's a there's a theory it's called the great filters and basically it's it talks about um what, what a civilization would need in order to uh well, become the most, you know, become dominant in the universe or whatever. And there's these steps and they're called the great filters. And like one of them is like, you know, create life. Obviously, you know, we've passed that filter. The next one is, uh, uh, let me look at this up here. Basically, one of the, the great filter is if, it, if a species can become interplanetary. And mm. obviously we're not there yet. And if that's, you know, the, the one of the filters that kills off a bunch of species, then we would never see another obviously another race or species because you know they haven't passed the filter but that filter is coming up for us and we actually you know we've have obviously rovers and stuff on different planets but yet to put a human on another planet so once we become interstellar then that's another great filter i think nice nice. how jonah was saying earlier i think there is one race or one thing that is like superior to overall like i think there is one thing that is superior overall and then everything else answers to it but as for like other other species or whatnot i think there's other ones that are superior to us or more evolved than us and we're just moving our way up the ranks i think we're just what's next in line and i think if you look at it and how humans are over time i mean take transformers for example i know they're just movies but take it for example on how these robots come to earth and trying to save trying to save themselves and their planet and the humans are greedy trying to take their technology and it's like won't be i know that the robots went there on their planet but it's like you know they want it for themselves and everybody knows what humans do with stuff that's far greater more powerful than they are they like to to use it for the wrong stuff so it's like i think that's why they haven't really given us anything yet whatever else is out there they know how greedy us humans can be. Or I guess the politicians. There you go. Yeah, we should have just so, left Optimus Prime alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
people believe in aliens, but they can't. Yeah, prove it. It, like it, sounds, it sounds like a grim consensus <laughs> that everyone thinks there is life out there, which I do agree. I mean, even if there's back, literally single cell bacteria frozen Counts, in yeah. the moon, that would technically count. All right. Are we ready for mine? Yeah. Bring us home. Okay. Mine might apply to some people more than others. And I think for the people that fit into one category, we'll say one thing. And those who don't, we'll say the other. But that's kind of why I wanted to ask. In a I'm Puerto Rico. <laughs> In a life or death scenario, would you choose to save your dog or pet or, you know, I use dog though, because I have three and I, I typically they're man's best friend or a random human that you don't, dog. you've never met, never Ooh. seen, don't dog. know anything about. Dog. Did, did you get my this dog. from John Wick? <laughs> I'm saving no, all of my dog. But, I'm saving an animal before a random human any day of the week. Well, that's that's oh, vague. Would you save Would you save a squirrel over the life of a human? No, because squirrel tastes good. Just for context, I want to make <laughs> sure, like, uh, Doctor Doom has both of them in cages and says I have to drop one of them, or is it just like, yeah, I have the choice that my dog is drowning and I can save it, or some other day, it, like, you know what I mean? No, like. If you if one of them has to die and you could you can only save one of them, are you saving your dog or a random human being, a person? Do I get much time to get to know the other human being? No, it's it's a split second decision. All you know is it's a human. You don't know who they are. You don't know anything about their past. You just know that they're a human being. Or would you save your dog? I think for my, I think the answer I would choose is human. I would definitely choose the human oh. because I think it's, I think that's the right answer. I, I don't want to say that. I, I, but right now I don't have a dog because my dog passed. So I don't have, um, I, don't even, I don't even have my, to answer that question. My <laughs> condolences. No, it was, it was a while ago, but uh, it was actually like a year ago, two years ago. But um, yeah, I think that the human, if I'm looking at this logically, I'm thinking that the human is going to have to pay me back somehow. Because I chose that person over my dog. So I'm going to get some sort of flowers or chocolates or something. <laughs> my counter argument to that, just personal, personally, is the dogs that I have owned throughout my life have made me happier than any other human being on this planet outside of my family. So I'm choosing an animal any day of the week. And, and to further your argument, if a if a dog was in your in the position that we're talking about to switch with us, the dog would no doubt, of course, choose us over this random human. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I would, I would choose my dog for sure, because this random human, you know, it could it could be thing is the human could be anything. It could be like what an infant, or it could be like an old woman. Well, that, that's how people know it. <laughs> you would save your dog over a baby? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's random, so it could be a baby. It doesn't have. Hey, to they be just came into the world. They haven't seen much. Oh, hey, you know, they'll, they'll come in the world. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm another sorry. world, another life. To it's expand on it, then, where is the line for those of you that said you would choose your your dog? Where's the line that you would draw that? you would save the human is it uh, a child a baby a female uh, a distant cousin 
uh, maybe a sibling that you're not close to, but is still a blood relative, you know, your mom, where's that line at that yeah. like you would kind of pick? I was I'm hoping just, you I wouldn't know, ask this. I, what? No, I was hoping you wouldn't ask this. <laughs> you put the family member in there instead of a random person with a dog. That's a hard one. But, <laughs> I mean, like like Ethan started out saying, the the correct answer, I think, is the word he used, would be in all scenarios, save the human. Because you don't know who they are. But Yeah, you couldn't draw you, that line. You yeah. should value a human life over that of an animal. So yeah, also, you know I don't. It could be your mom because he said you don't know who it is. I would hundred percent take my mean, mom over a dog. Well, I, I, I mean, family I think, is different. Well, I think my, my most of us would. But if you have like a distant cousin that you only see at like Christmas and Thanksgiving, maybe one other time, they're still your blood. Would you save that that distant cousin over that your I dog see, that I like talk to oh. ten minutes every year? No. But I get all right. So then my my Chandler or my my Chandler my Chandler. <laughs> My Jonah. My, my question is for you, Chandler. Where, what family members would you pick? I, I'm just curious where your line is that who you value, and then your dog, and then it's everybody else. If you weren't yeah. in the room the day I was conceived, then I, you're not that close to me. Mm. Oh, wow. Obviously, I mean, obviously, I wasn't that important to you if you didn't want to see me getting born. You don't have you don't have any younger siblings. I was just, no, just going to say that. So <laughs> all of my grandparents were there. My aunt was there. Obviously, my mom and dad were there. Duh. And then my sister. Those are all the people that were there. Okay, but I wasn't there. That's the thing. <laughs> so he doesn't care about you. Hey, you're a friend. I mean, <laughs> I'd see it. I, uh, it's tough. Like putting friends and family in there over over. That's that's tough. Like since I'm the person that like if i had to choose between the two like if if there was a sliver of chance where i could try to save both i'm that person that would do that even if that meant death for me i would still try but like if i if i had to choose like if it was a cage one was dropping one or the other i ugh, i don't know like that's a tough question but you've yeah, already I think answered it's... it and you said you would kill jared over your dog <laughs> wow <laughs> I, 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 I think said. After, after all we've gone through, Chandler, <laughs> with the cops and everything, man. I know. I saved you from the cops. I saved this man from the oh, cops. God. He turns around and lets me drown in a lake. I think it'd be tough because uh, some people, I, I feel like there's a majority of people that view a pet, a dog, or uh, an animal, or not, not, an, not a random animal, but like a dog, a cat, you know, a uh, their pet as a, a family pet. member. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the word I'm but, looking for? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I, I was I'm gonna go back to what we were saying before, because uh, I was interesting how Ethan said that um, he would save it was it would be correct to save a human because you would get like it, it's like an incentive because you would get flowers or they would have to pay you back in some way. Well, that was a bit of a joke, but I'm just I think. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But the value, I think the value aspect is there. Okay, okay, gotcha. I think, generally speaking, of a human life is valued more, generally speaking, than, a, than an animal life, because they can uh, obviously contribute more. I agree with you. I, I would save the human as well. So I, so I think, from a cold calculating perspective, obviously the human is the right answer, in my opinion. In my opinion, but if you're obviously very close with an animal, then that makes it way harder. I am removed from that because my dog passed, so that's why I can calculate in cold hard decision yeah. like that. Dude, one of the yeah, to me, it's a random human. 
to me, since it's a random human, you don't know what to or like, like I said, it could be an elderly woman. Like, cause I feel like once you're, it could be a dog you're rapist. that old, I feel like if they're at a certain age, like what, what have they contributed to society that they, like what, what more can they contribute to society is what I'm trying to say. Are you saying but there's a I line like, drawn in, with age? I, I think it's possible because like that elderly woman or man can have like dementia or just like be falling apart and maybe it would be, you know, be a favor. But who knows? Well, it's a random person. You don't I, know that. I was on board with you until you said it would be a favor to society to off all the people. <laughs> no, not to off all. all oh, dang. Like, you don't know. Like, because if, if Zach was president for a day, there'd be nobody left over 65. <laughs> no, well, eh, I don't know. See, but, but really, because you don't know until you like are faced with a, that decision and like, uh, the card is picked that it's this person, and then you know exactly who it is. Then you it'll be like, okay. Then I feel like I, I, I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of going back to what I said before, but it really depends on what who the person is. Well, that's that would, it, then that, that yeah, would make it really depends. that that that's takes me. away from what the question is, though, because okay. it's it's obviously if it's like a murder child rapist, yeah, you're gonna pick a dog over yeah. know, that person. <laughs> well, definitely, and if it's yeah. It, you know, if it's, you know, uh, Elon Musk, he's contributing a lot to society. You, you might pick to save him over your dog. But if it's just a random person, the, the, the basis of the question is, do you value your dog's life more than a, a, the normal human? So if you start yeah. nitpicking and choosing, well, if it was like a baby, I'd probably save them. But an old person... That's kind of why I asked it in the manner that I did. Mm. Um, and I, I thought that oh, it would no, kind of exactly. be separated. I think people that have dogs um, and have always had dogs would choose their dog. Um, but some of them might also pick the human. If you're not a dog person at all, all of those people are going to pick save the human. And they're going to think yeah. it's weird that you would save a dog. But as somebody who has dogs, they're a true member of my family. I mean, they have their own personality. Like they cuddle with you. They run yeah. around with you. They talk to you. Some of them mm -hmm. in their own little language. And they, like Chandler yeah. said, my dog makes me so happy. Like I love coming home and seeing how happy he gets because I'm, I'm coming back to him. So for me, I would choose my dog over a random person. It would be tough, but Oh yeah, I think I, I think I would have to choose my dog, and that's the other thing. Like dogs, personally, it's one they don't ever get mad at us. They're always nice to us. They always love on us. And there's a reason that I personally I think there's a reason they don't live as long as we do, and that's because we don't deserve them that long. And that's just because there's more of like our for the time they're alive. It's like they're our guardian angel, making us happy to that time of our lives. So it's like wow, we don't deserve all this happiness for that long, but we deserve it for that amount of time that they're alive. That's how I look at it, which is unfortunate. I wish they'd live a lot longer, but they, I just, since I've bred dogs before and they've been in my life forever, you know, you come to a point where that's just what you know, I guess. I mean, you could always clone your pet and then they'll be alive <laughs> <Yeah>. forever. <laughs>
Yeah, freeze the sperm. Wait a little bit, yeah. you know? There you go. Because <laughs> there are some dogs that are just, like, neutered, and they can't. I mean, because, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of straying away for a second, but uh, there's some dogs that, like, I guess what? They have, like, maybe two purposes if they're pets. Like, one is to make their owners or their family members happy. The other one is to reproduce and carry on life after. But anyway, right. I'm, I'm kind of well, digressing, but. Most dogs are <laughs> neutered because they end up living on the streets and there's an overpopulation of them. So they neuter them so that doesn't yeah. happen. Plus, if dogs aren't neutered, they can become extremely aggressive. Not all of them, but some of them. And it's also so you don't just like put a box of puppies on the street because you can't take care of all of them. Right. And like, yeah, true. Our oldest That's dog. That's the same with Zach. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's not neutered. He gets aggressive. Our oldest dog is a pointer and he has what is called royal blood for like hunting dogs in his bloodline, which are nicknamed double aces. And we have two in his mom's bloodline and he's 11 years old now. And his mom passed away and we want to continue his bloodline because it's really good. And dogs like him are just, you don't come by him anymore. So our next thing is trying to continue that somehow. But that's what breed is it? English pointer. Fun fact for you. And then I'll, I'll move on because it sounds like we're wrapping up here. But dogs that are purebreds that don't have any other uh, lineage in them other than their own breed, they end up getting more genetic defects, um, kind of similar to if humans were inbreeding um, because they pass along, they develop bad genetic markers and they keep passing those along. And then eventually, uh, they just come to fruition and they keep just getting passed down and getting worse. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of dogs that are purebreds, they don't live as long as mixed breed dogs. They have a lot of issues that they can be prone to cancer or bone yep. disease, blood diseases. Um, so actually getting a mixed breed dog, those can be healthier than purebreds. So that's your fun fact of the day. But I, I You're right. appreciated everybody's different opinions on that. And I, I do. It, it would, it's a tough situation, obviously, because it'd be like losing a member of your family to save a, a, a human being. Um, I know dogs. I consider my dogs part of my family, but they're not humans. So I, I do think the moral thing would be to save the human because you don't know who that person is they have a mom a dad they could have a, a spouse they could have kids so you just never know but i do think that would probably be the moral decision but i'm going to pass it along to ethan now and see where his question will lead us thank you gracias all right so my question's uh i guess a little different it's an ethical question it's like almost uh, it's it's similar to it's not exact, uh, like one of the examples in, in my engineering classes. But all right, picture this. This is a scenario. We're going to role play together as a group of dudes on the phone. But um, think, think about I like this. role play. <laughs> all right. So you're a lead engineer at a consumer product design company. Think like a Dyson company type deal. But this company gets a new boss and they decide to venture into a new space. They, they want to make a ladder, right? And this ladder is sleek, it's modern, it's lighter and more portable than the other um, than, than the competitors. And this ladder that you know we're all designing 
it passes the safety testing standard, but as an engineer, you notice that the testing standard is not very exhaustive. It's A, only one test, and B, the test is not uh, putting the ladder in its normal loading condition. So you say this to your boss, you say, hey, you know, if we're going to venture into this space, maybe we should like make sure that the ladder is not going to break. Like it looks pretty and all, but you know, we should definitely double down the safety testing. And the boss says, no, it passed the standard. That's the point of the standards. Uh, plus our company has all the manufacturing set up already. So the question is, as a lead engineer, do you let it slide, let it go? And then whatever the consequences happen, you know, there could be lawsuits or, and you could, uh, you will be targeted because you are the lead product engineer, project engineer on that uh, ladder. Or, or you put your foot down and try to make a difference, try to change it, try to add some more testing before it, uh, the manufacturing. But then that also could delay the manufacturing and jeopardize your role in the company because, you know, you're making, uh, making a disturbance in the company. So what would you do? Uh, I would choose a ladder option. Uh, All right, because... they're both ladder options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I meant the, the second option because um, uh, I just, to me, like it logistically, it makes sense to try to push for more testing so that way it's safe for the consumer. Um, although, like, the C- CEO and like the higher ups are probably going to be like uh, fur- uh, furious with you. Uh, ultimately, you might be fired, uh, right. but that's, I mean, that's a chance you're willing to take. So, right. yeah. But besides yeah. that, if you have a good resume, you have a good uh, reputation, then you could get a job anywhere, or you could just be self-employed and make your own ladders, make your own business too. Yeah, that's a good point. But just to counter that, if you choose that option and you do get fired, which is a risk, the whole resume, having a good resume thing, it, uh, it doesn't fall apart, but it definitely adds a little nick to your armor when you have to add that you were fired because you delayed an entire product launch. That's but true. of course it's, it's for, it's for a safety, good reason. But on the yeah. other hand, on the other hand, if you don't, if you decide not to do anything, if you don't delay the, the, the product launch and everything goes smoothly, then you dodge the bullet, but then that's a risk that, you know, that's the, that's the, what's the product you got to make a ladder, a ladder. Yeah, so sorry, oh, I think you missed the beginning, but yeah, it's like a design company that make like sexy stuff, like a Dyson type company, but they haven't made a ladder mm, and they okay. want to, the new boss wants to make a ladder and they only do the, the, the bare minimum in terms of safety testing. And you say, if we want to go into this new product space, should we, you know, do more testing? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the more testing, the better, the better you'll be. There's never, I mean, you can never have enough personally, I think. Yeah, of course, but then you risk your job at the company because you could delay the entire product launch and you could be fired. True. And then, but if you have a loyal fan base, which I, this is a completely different thing, or a fan base. Name one engineer with a fan base. I know. I was going to say fan base. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thinking my mind's all sorts of places with that. Never mind. <laughs> fan base. What am I thinking? What I would Sorry, do, Chandler. what I would do is basically, <laughs> let's pretend they're gonna run your name through the mud when you get fired. They're they're gonna the the media they're gonna point it on you, mm-hmm. um, you know. So rather than that option, I would grab one of the ladders, do my own tests with it, 
and see if it stands up. If it doesn't, yeah, that's actually the, that's actually the the best answer on the test. Yeah, no matter, that's remember. actually smart. Like if it doesn't <laughs> if it doesn't last, then that's y'all's fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. Good on you, Jared. I could wow. be an engineer, man. Yeah, there you go. You should be an engineer <laughs> at this ladder company. You should join my ladder company. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just a, it's just an ethics question, and it just comes down to your own selfishness or selflessness. And you guys seem to have chose the right answer. So good work on you. All right. All right. With that, I'll pass it. Who's next? I think Tissue goes uh, next. That's, that's me. Uh... All right. Uh now we're gonna take the ladder up to uh, <laughs> to new heights per se. So um, I'm one of that segue so bad, guys. It's only what the fifth one. You know, it's, it'll take a while. We'll, we'll get there. Um, but my question is, it's about AI. It, maybe it's like a two part question. Oh Jesus! Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's tying to uh, the last one, but um. Uh, it's the question is should we have AI give sentences to criminals? What? So pretty. So <laughs> no, like next. <laughs> no, 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 no. Can no. you okay, can so you like, re- can you repeat that like, theory? Okay, release so the prisoner. Instead of that's actually a really good having, idea. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Well, instead of having our justice system how it is, should we have uh, like a super AI like a uh, like, think of Siri, but like <laughs> uh, ten times more intelligent. I guess. Here's what I think it boils down to. I think people just need to nut up or shut up and quit being little bitches. Sorry, pardon my language. Wow. And I just whoa. accept the justice whoa. system. Whoa, whoa, the right way. No, like, but here, I mean, people get let off so easily nowadays. People are getting such and such years for for sexual assault or such and such years for child trafficking. You shouldn't be getting a certain amount of years for child trafficking. You should be getting the electric chair. You for a horse thief a hundred years ago, hundred years ago. Oh, well, a horse thief a hundred years ago, you should get a bullet in the dome for stealing a horse. And now you get out of jail in 20 years for trafficking children across the border. I think it would decrease the disparity of, judges having bias or unfair cases or race or sex being used to all out you know alter your outcome so an ai would probably be unbiased in those regards and keep it consistent no here's here's let me elaborate this i think that this is the way they would go so if we talked about last week top down and bottom up right machine learning algorithms with a top down one uh, 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 an algorithm can look at a bunch of outcomes, a bunch of decisions from a database of you know humans making decisions, and then make its decision that's in line, make make an outcome in the algorithm that's in line with the database that it learned from. So at first, I just scoffed at this at this uh, ethical question, but if you think about it, it's just like automating the whole justice system because. The AI yeah. is not making new decisions. I guess it is making new decisions, but it's basing every decision off of a, another decision that a human has made. So it's basically like having people do it, but not having uh, you know all the logistics issues of having a bunch of humans in a certain area, logistical issues of getting off work and everything. It's similar to that. Mind. We are not there yet, though. 
I don't think, which is why it's not doesn't exist yet. I think it also depends on what parameters and what, uh, just like what criteria that you have on the AI and like who, like who's going to develop the. I mean, like how many people are going to have developed that AI for? Like, is it going to be a single AI too, or are you going to have like multiple AIs like uh, reconvening and like uh, talking about what's the appropriate sentence for say criminal for say a drug offense or a homicide to figure this out or to give my opinion on it if we ask the ai did oj do it and it says no i don't think the ai is ready if it says yes then i'm all on board with it and it knows it's a good idea but <laughs> no in a more i don't i understand and I actually think this is kind of a cool question. I oh, understand you. how I think it it would help with the disparities because you can have two people do the exact same crime and somebody gets five years, somebody gets 20, somebody gets, you know, a year in probation. So I think in terms of sentencing, it might help. And some of your more typical crimes, however... I think there are a lot of scenarios out there, especially ones that the Supreme Court gets to see where you need some sort of a human element to make the decision. Because on paper, it could look one way, but what really happened could be different. Like, I, don't know, I was trying to come up with a good example, and I was just trying to think, like, if you were at a, if you were, minding your own business at a bar and somebody starts shooting it up and you try to shoot the guy in self-defense and you miss and you kill somebody else. I think an AI would just look at that as, you know, I killed somebody even though it was not on purpose. So I, I don't know how that would work a in the justice system. Again, I feel like one judge could give me max the maximum sentence and one could see what I was trying to do and let me off at a minimum sentence. I don't know where the AI would fall on that. My guess, the AI would evaluate your past, your, your history, and try to figure out what your intent was during that situation too. Um, I think that's Like if there were cameras, what would you say? I think that's also would be a good idea. Like the AI would have to look at your, your, your record what you've oh, yeah, done definitely. in the past definitely determine whether yeah, if there also if there were like cameras in say the restaurant or the area where the crime was uh the the that would be evidence and the ai would use that to try to evaluate the situation and see if you were just in committing the crime or committing the act if it was appropriate or not i yeah. think I mean, it would do the same things take... that the human does yeah and I think the AI would definitely take the bias out of it because you get judges that are just biased and as, as all of us are. Um, but with a judge, you really don't want a biased judge. Just like if you were on, on trial, you wouldn't want a biased jury. So I, I do think that that's, it's, it's interesting. However, I, I don't know. I don't know that I would want my fate led up to a or decided by a computer versus a human i yeah, think that's, that's what you were used to yeah. i think i think it's just not the norm so it would be uncomfortable but if it was the norm it would be an easier thing to get. you know what 
yeah, to further that, Jared, just think of like uh, the the whole horse and car thing I was talking about. Like now, you would scoff at somebody saying, "Oh, I'll pull up on my horse," you know. But like <laughs> in the future, you get you, honestly, you could think about it in a scenario in your head where in the future you'd be like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna get judged on my life by like some random Joe schmo who is you know can look at my color of my skin and make a judgment, or like some uh, uh, machine learning algorithm that takes." the decisions of a million people and averages them. So you don't get any one influence. It's basically like upping the end count in, in a statistic study. You know, instead of having an N of 12 or whatever's on the jury, you have an N of a million. And then that would uh, make the average a lot less, uh, a lot less, have a lot less statistical differences with different sentences. For these judges, would it be more of kind of in the realm that we're talking about? Or would you be in favor of that for the Supreme Court judges? I thought this was to get rid of the jury. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I couldn't hear him at the beginning. I didn't know if he said judges or jury. I no, definitely would not I mean, want to replace judges, the judge. We could, we <laughs> could he could said, he said sentence. Just the sentence. Like, to give a sentence. So, like, yeah. Uh, judge. Oh, I thought you just meant oh, like the whole entire justice system. That's why I went off. Oh, oh right. yeah. Oh, then dang, I did talk about scary. dude. No, like that's why well, I went like on that yeah, whole entire yeah, rant, that dude. That's why I was saying yeah. like justice systems I, messed up and everything. I was like, I also thought yeah. he said judge, and that's why I said I wouldn't want to, you know. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I said the that. AI like giving sentences, but like, um, I think I think I it'd be good know. for the AI to replace the jury. I think that's actually a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Do that instead. I guess for what, yeah. for what I just said. Yeah. Because I mean, it would take the bias out of it. Whoever said that earlier is right. For a minute ago. Yeah, well, so that's what I, I think. That's a good idea. Okay, yeah. let me ask a question then. So, if we had an AI-controlled jury, Whoa. the AI would basically run a million or however many simulations and decide no, no, no. what. No. Well, or no, not, okay, not not simulations, but it like I guess the different. What's the difference between? Placing a poll and having everybody in America vote on what the outcome should be, and then having uh, uh, the AI run an algorithm on it. Because when the AI algorithm be the same as whatever America's poll was, yeah, I, I think you'll be less biased. Well, well, I, I was just gonna say I think that um, so it would take in you you give it inputs, and the inputs would be all the case evidence, all the information about what happened. And then it would look in a database of, you know, a million different uh, cases and look at all those inputs and look at the outcome. And then it would pattern its outcome to, you know, make it similar to those other outcomes. So it would only, it would just be like taking every other case that happened before and averaging them out and saying, okay, these inputs happened last time. This guy did this, this, and this. It's most similar to this case. This case happened, you know, four times in the past 10 years. So then it's most similar to this and then like it, it interpolates between yeah. the cases as on a need be basis gotcha you know what they should do i suspect like, that for fun know. like there should be a sector where they send certain criminals to like just for fun sometimes just to test it out and it's a worldwide yeah. voting thing where these criminals their their sentence is voted on or voted upon everybody in the world and it's just you know does this guy deserve it vote yes or no and you just send in the vote <laughs> I think you yeah. could do that. That it would be better if you'd set everybody in the country, because like what what we might view as laws yeah, here, country. other yeah. countries yeah. don't yeah. view as yeah. laws. So it would be biased there. Well, the yeah, also you have to be a citizen, a citizen to be on jury, right? Yeah. 
what if you had like a small panel, like maybe like it'd probably be like an odd number, so that way uh, there wouldn't be a tie. But to like advise or just to like, because how accurate would the AI be? Because we all know there's human error, but uh, I, I feel like there might be few times there might be anomalies where the AI can't figure out or it might just take a while for the sentence. I mean, this is obviously hypothetical, but maybe they like might. having a few humans next to it, that would be impartial. Like judges that have a good reputation. Um, yes, I think that's how it would be just trained. At least provide input. Yeah. Maybe yeah, the, the AI has a, a fallback and that fallback, like whenever they can't figure something out, they, the AI announces like they are indifferent. So then they, it is, placed upon the judge to make the decision yeah yeah i i was gonna say i think if they worked in conjunction with each other like they let the ai do its thing and give its recommendation and then a judge looked at every all the data the ai came up with and its own opinion and went that way and then if they released both and this way if the ai was like well there's a 71 percent chance that this person's innocent and the judge is like no 50 years guilty then it's going to question that judge's credibility that Um, ai can also uh stop like corruption sorry to cut you off yeah no you're good that but that's essentially what i was getting at as, Uh, as well so no you're you're good you just said it more succinctly than i did yeah yeah just like that Tom Cruise movie. What's it called? Like Jack Reacher, Mission Impossible. Uh, it Mission, came out in Minority the early Report. 2000s. Minority yeah, Report. that one. Minority Report. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, that was a good that's one. Good, that's a good one, Tish. Thank you. All right. So, who do we have next? Chandler. Yeah. Mine is uh, pretty, pretty simple. It, over the years, has social media improved or obviously ruined us as society like you know is it good yes or no has it is it more of a this good is an thing opinion question not an ethics question well i mean yeah you're right we can go you want you want to go with it that's getting, um, that's getting some nitty-gritty i guess my, my dirty brain isn't working right now i'm opinions. sorry all right i'll i'll, I'll hop in i mean i know jonah wants to go with that well, no, if you want to go something else, I'm cool with that. No, nah, man, you, 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 you go ahead, oh. Jonah. All right. I was going to say, I think I'm going to cheat and say both because there's pros and cons to both. However, I think the pros of social media outweigh the cons. Um, one, it's I get to see a lot of dog memes and really good recipes online, which are cool. Uh <laughs> but no, I, you get to stay in touch with people that you may not um, talk to on a regular basis. Just kind of see what they're up to. Pe- you know, you get to see when friends are traveling, where they're at, what kind of cool stuff they're doing. Um, I use Twitter mainly to get news. I don't really tweet, but you can follow so many people. And and with Twitter, it's cool. Like cause you, like with politics, you can follow right and left and just kind of see what both sides are saying and then form your own opinion. Uh, and it also gives you a chance to reach out to people like uh, movie stars, actors, uh, athletes, politicians, people that you would never have a chance to meet or talk to prior. And it lets them convey thoughts that they would have um, 
more easily to the general public. However, I'm not a big fan of like the TikTok generation that's going on right now where people are just making these stupid videos and making tons of ridiculous money off of. But that being said, like if they can take advantage of a skill they have and make that money good for them. Um, I just kind of view it as a, a, a waste. Um, but I, I, overall, I would say, I think it's a good thing. I should follow up with that real quick and say, I guess what, what I mean by like, is it a good or bad thing is like, have, have we lost or gained more like in a, in, in privacy way? Because before uh, uh, loss, one thousand percent. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, do we have a right to privacy? And like, the, with with places that we're ah, using? there we go. There you go. I'm that's saying, that should, I, I should have gotten more right detail. Do we yeah. have a right to privacy? That's yeah. that's what we should do. Should uh should should social media should we have a right to privacy on social media with anything we use? There you go. Well, okay. Restart. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? What do you mean? Uh, if I hop on a social media app, what do you mean? My right to privacy. Yeah, like if I upload a photo of myself on Instagram, can Kellogg's take it and use it as the their new serial poster? Like that kind no, of privacy? They, no. Well, like I'm trying to, they don't have the right to, like, to that at all. Yeah, they don't even have the right to that. No, like, at, at all. Like you have to get actual permission. <laughs> they would have to buy your body and then <laughs> yeah. just use it. <laughs> use you. Because we're all advertisement at the end of the i day. guess i guess that would depend <laughs> on whether it's in like their their terms and conditions i don't know yeah well like tiktok when you sign up you sell your rights to everything to the chinese business guy who owns tiktok like you sign away everything he can look at all your data he can look at what you're searching on on google even though tiktok is its own thing they he has the right to all of that from my understanding yeah. Right. So, it, do you, so do you mean right to privacy? Do you mean basically if we sign up for an app, is it right for them to uh, be able to look at all of our search history? Do they do they in a location history and all that? Should stuff? they be is able that, to snoop on us? Is what I'm saying. Snoop meaning our what? Privacy, our bubble. Specifically, uh, yeah, what I guess our history, our other 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 stuff that doesn't involve their social media platform, our privacy. Yeah. Okay. Sure, so why specifically, because they're see, already accessing our data, essentially. Data meaning what? Like our search history. Yeah, our search history. history. Well, if if I'm yeah, like why, if I sign up for Instagram, are they allowed to go on and see what I'm doing on Twitter, on the internet, on all these other apps? That's essentially where we're, what we're getting at, right? That and I'm I'm like going more towards like the social dilemma documentary that you know docu series on Netflix on how. As people monitor what you look at through, not literally through the screen, but they monitor what you're searching. I'm just meaning social media in general. Do they like your privacy, what you're searching, what you're looking at? And you know, those pop-ups that come out, come about on Google. Once you say something to your friends in person, there it is the next day on Google. So it's like, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. They're I listening in on you. They know what you're saying. They know what you're typing. So it's, it's like, that's weird in a way, but I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can talk about this. So I, I, for, for first off, anyone that's concerned about privacy issues like that, a, there is not on anyone's case 
maybe some important people's case, but there's not anyone, not any one particular person that is cares about your particular search history. There's no like random dude in front of a computer that's like looking up Jared's search history and what he's of like, what not. he specifically is into. There's not, it's, it's, so I'm not concerned about that. The, the thing that companies do is they get a general uh, set of your data. They get your age, you get your, your, your uh, uh, gender and they get your interests. And that's basically just so they can target specific ads. So, so you're more, if, if they target ads to you that you're more likely to buy based on what they know about you, then you're, then exactly that. You're more likely to buy them. You're more likely to get money. And then whoever put the ads is going to get a cut. And to that, I'm totally fine with that because by knowing all that stuff about me, I get stuff on the internet, on my feeds, YouTube or whatever, that's relevant right. to my interests. And I get ads that are served to me that are, you know, uh, uh, obviously what I like the, the flip side is if I declined all that tracking stuff, cause you can, you can decline it and you can, you know, go incognito, but the companies are still going to put ads. I mean, Google, for instance, that's how they make their money. They're an ad revenue business. So they're not going to stop giving you ads that, you know, commercials and ads, that's just how companies make money. Uh, some companies make money. They're just going to be less personalized ads. And I don't, I'd rather see something right. I'm interested in. So I'm, I'm so yeah. In terms of privacy, I'm fine with having giving that my data information. However, personal information like my location history and my photos and things like that, I don't think they should have a right to that. But location history, some com- some you know programs do have uh, your location history. That's just me. What do you guys think? I hate when I'm having a conversation with somebody. And then out of nowhere, I start getting ads for something we talked about. Or, you know, if I Google, you know, a a certain kind of hoodie, and then that's all I get. Like me personally, I I find it annoying. I don't like that they know what I'm looking for. I'm not necessarily trying to hide anything. I just personally don't like it. Makes me uncomfortable. And 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 once again, you say they, it's not any person. It's literally just like a program that's like saw what you search for and feeds you that it's not one person yeah, I, no, I, nobody's interested in what you're looking at yeah i mean p i just meant they is in like companies like the programs like that that sort yeah so the only person that no, the only people that know about it are really you still so yeah and to, to your point i i don't i agree with you that you know no one's gonna google or i not google but no one's gonna look up what i'm googling what i'm typing uh in my keypad however if you are accused of a serious crime then all of that becomes public knowledge so do you think they should be able to reveal stuff like that in in court either to prove your innocence or prove your guilt that's a great question yeah i was gonna say if it's for me, if it's pertinent to the case, then yes. But if it doesn't, if it's not applicable, or if it doesn't apply anyway to the case, the matter at hand, then it's irrelevant. It should just not be used in court. But go ahead. Yeah. So think if there's a school shooter, right? And then like if a bunch of days he's like Googling like how to kill people, like how to shoot, how to hide, you know, stuff like that. That's like, obviously that should be like a little red flag. You know, if that comes up in the court case, it's like, okay, yeah, he was, he was looking up that stuff. But in the defense of a school shooter, if I was a school shooter, I would just not use Google. There's plenty of other search engines and different programs in internet browsers that don't track you. Uh, you can go on the web, huh? You can go on the web untracked. And so yeah, that's Tor. his fault. Yeah, I mean, I Tor. 
right? Like, so dark, dark if you're web. concerned about it, there's plenty yeah. of programs for you to use that don't involve that. What yeah, if tracking. you're, what if you're in a state where you can legally buy like a long barrel gun at 18, you're still in high school and you just want to get, get a gun, um, not to go out and, and do a school shooting or anything like that, but you looked into it and then they end up using that against you because you're accused of something. I, I don't see an issue there. I mean, you, they, they use what, like that you looked up well, where to buy a gun. Well, but they use stuff like that all the time to prove that, like, or not to prove, but to suggest that, okay, well, this person's in the guns. Why would you buy a gun? Like, why at 18, why do you need that? Or why, I don't know. Like, I've Googled, like, how to make, like, a bomb just because I'm curious how these people make bombs. Like, you know, yeah. if they go back and it's like, well, in 2001, he Googled, I right. like, bomb supplies. Like, yeah, no, that, that, that. that. That's, yeah, that should be irrelevant. That's, not, that's a non-issue. crime. If it was, if it yeah. actually built up to a crime, uh, if, if if it was actually like, say, said person actually like used a bomb, then that would be <laughs> that that would be evidence. Like, oh, that person right, exactly. looked up. If you this ended up using that subject bomb, so many you, times. Exactly. If you use the gun to shoot people, then looking up gun info, you ultimately use that info you got from the internet. To, to then buy the gun that you know i'm saying but if you never do the crime then that's not it's irrelevant well, yeah, if, no, it's, if you never do the crime but i'm saying what if you buy the gun and commit some sort of other crime they try to i'm just saying from like other cases they use anything they can to suggest that you're a certain type of individual that they use in your history in, well have you played court. video games well, have you played call of duty <laughs> Because I think that's like a big one. Like if you play well, like games like GTA or Call of Duty, they would use that like violent tendencies. You know what I mean? In the Kyle no. Rittenhouse case, but, they yeah. used the fact that he played Call of Duty to show that yeah. he liked violence. So that's that has nothing yeah. to do with the case. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to get at. But they, yeah, they you they saw tried... how memeified that jury or you saw how memeified that the prosecutor was. Like he was a joke. Well, yeah, but that the whole <laughs> so that's I, a, in yeah. that scenario it was the whole case. But I'm saying they've used stuff like that to try and paint you into a certain box, even though that that doesn't pertain to anything with the case. They still no. tried to use that. So I guess kind of right. where's the line as the can they if you commit a crime with a gun can they only use your search history about guns and not about like how, most efficient ways to kill people, how to build a bomb, you know, how to, how, to, no, that, how to start a use all that. fire. The yeah. They would use all that. What are you saying? Cause you committed a violent crime. If you committed a violent crime, they're going to look at you are like being tracked on the internet. They'll look at your search history. And then if one of your search histories are like how to kill people and you killed somebody, okay. I mean, but if you didn't, I'm saying like if you didn't commit the crime, like in Kyle Rittenhouse's case, he was accused of first degree okay. murder. Uh, I see so what you're he, he, no. he did it out of self defense, but he had a gun, he was a gun nut, and they tried using that against him. So I'm saying if you were, if I was accused of burning my house down and somebody died in my house and I had a, a search history of like, you know, how to start fires. How to start fires exactly? Yeah. But I I didn't do it. Well, yeah, that, that that's getting in, that's not that's not getting into a tracking problem. That's just getting into a judicial system problem. 
Yeah, I guess. I feel yeah. like kind of kind of moved away from from the topic there. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I mean, it's like I, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, you know, it's a duck, even though it's not a duck in, in that case that you, you just gave. But yeah. I'm saying if, if people see that you do all this and then, you know, A, B and C happen and then, you know, you left stand there after C, you're like, well, A and B happened and A and B lead to C. But in, in the case you described, B did not lead to C. But, in, you know, you know well, what I'm saying? Like you just connect the dots and it looks that way from an outsider. If, if this isn't on topic, stop me and we don't have to go this way. But there, I'm sure you guys have all heard of the cannibal cop. And I actually think Zach referenced it in an earlier episode. But not he familiar. was on the dark web trying to get people together to, you know, uh, eat, eat people. And this guy was a cop. And he never actually committed the crime. But they actually ended up arresting him because it was something that they thought he was going to do. Ah, pre, oh, wow. like preemptive based on your history. Yeah, they they yeah they figured out that this dude was on the dark web and he was, uh, I guess, plotting to eat people. It's been a while since since I've read up on it, uh-huh. but he had they hadn't agreed upon like meet time to to go out and do this, and then the cops stopped them before that happened because they were aware of what was going on. Hmm. Oh, so so it's good they they preemptively stopped a cannibal murder. You're saying, yeah. But I'm if we were if we had a group chat and we were just all you know, if you don't actually do the crime but you talk about like if you have no intention of doing it but you're just on there because you think it's it's fun or you enjoy that that role playing or or pretending to be somebody else but you don't actually do anything. Yeah, I see. Hey, what I always think about in those situations is like if social media, if that was a real life thing. So basically, if you were instead of a group chat, you were just hanging out with a group of friends outdoors in a public space, because ultimately, you know, that's kind of what social media is. Think about if is it possible for someone to be spying on you and listening into what you're saying? And if you're talking about killing somebody in a group of friends, can that spy that overhears your conversation? Can he ultimately like, you know, report you? And someone stop you. I mean, that's like the same thing as social media. That's like you know happening on social media is what you're describing. Well, I don't know. I, I think it depends on like how much you would go into detail about, say, killing some person, or really like it depends on how much information are you willing to put out online too. Um, I mean, you can also, if you want to, you can also use ad block, but that, yeah, well, that only that's, prevents that's certain. That's a, yeah, exactly. It's different. It only that's prevents early like. Topics ads but yeah exactly it's but it's it ultimately boils but... down to it ultimately boils down to internet safety like you wouldn't exactly, on the internet yeah. you know not to go on and talk about killing people in a group like because ultimately you know that yeah. it could or at least i do you know that, that's just like well it's common internet sense, etiquette yeah. exactly but because um, exactly I mean, you're exactly right john it could be used against you so like I mean, if i was actually a ha- serial killer i would never google that stuff oh no yeah no. well yeah i mean <laughs> you got to be a special kind of person to google all that stuff and then go out and do exactly what you googled <laughs> like that's right. kind of a dead giveaway right there yeah exactly it's like it's kind of like how you, you pretty much have to like police your thoughts um like would i want to tweet this out would my mom be comfortable reading this i mean that's what some people say like as a question like this pot like this themselves. podcast and i will say <laughs> that there have been some people here during the off season of deer like you know right after deer season that will uh, post pictures of a, a buck that they'll kill and it'll be out of season. 
and the game warden will show up at their house two hours later and arrest them oh, and pay the really? dealer and fine them ten thousand dollars. Yeah, dang, uh, it's happened Ooh. before. That's dang, really. So, yeah, I mean, so yeah, like, you, posting stuff on social media like that, and uh, if unless it's private, then I'm pretty sure you're fine. But if it's not a private profile, then I'd posting stuff like like that you on like- Facebook, especially. You like tag your exact location in it, like cabin number seven. Oh, yeah. Look at this. <laughs> no, 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 not like that. It's well, my farm's two and a half hours away from here, so it's not like that. But it's just people that would post it back at their house. You know, they can find out where you live. It doesn't matter where you shoot it. Oh no, so, I, I Chandler, what are your thoughts yeah. on that? What like, do you think that's bad or good? Like someone that can, someone can, uh, you know, go kill a deer off season and then get post it and then get reprimanded. Do you think that's good or bad? That's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're for that. You're for it. For, oh, yeah. For I mean, lack of power. It's like somebody that, you know, posting a picture of something that they shouldn't, you know, a button button. Yeah. Or exactly. Or, or, or an eagle or something like that, or a dead eagle or bald eagle or something. And they post that uh-huh. online. I mean, obviously, you're going to get, if you post a picture of a dead bald eagle, you are going to get in trouble. <laughs> you're oh, going to get in trouble. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's I mean that's the, the that's the national you can't bird. Kill a bald eagle. No, that's that. Yeah. It's like a hundred thousand well, dollars fine, kill up to like twenty years in jail. National bird and everything. Yeah, yeah it's a federal this. crime. Like if yeah. you just find a dead eagle and take a picture of it. No, well, no, no if you, if you find it, you can't kill it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. That's like killing hawks, but I well, mean, there goes my weekend plans. <laughs> Chandler, wow. are you are you more against the killing of deer illegally like out of season or people doing that and then bragging about it on social media like if you if somebody did that and they never posted about it is that still something you i don't say frown upon because i i feel like you do but i'm just of the two which one's a bigger issue for you well, I don't care about posting on social media during season. I don't do it just because I don't. I, I, I bragged to my family and my friends, but, or, and, and I'll put it on my snap story, but I've never post or I've never posted uh, a deer on my Instagram. I posted quail just because they're birds. I just, I feel, I feel different with that, with that just because, but posting out of season, I think if it's a, a, a kill from, a previous year or a previous season that's fine but if it's like from a day if it's from like that day and it's out of season that i'm literally going to report you right then and there i don't care where you're from that's stupid but the people that hunt to like the people that hunt to live they should be able to do that whenever they want to like people that live out in alaska in the bush out in the middle of nowhere i think they should be able to hunt whenever they want to so it's like a circumstance thing for you then. Like if yeah. if you're doing it for survival, you're okay whenever oh, definitely. they do it. If they're doing it for fun, for sport, then it's got to be only within the rules of the season. Yeah, like for me, I don't do it. I don't hunt for sport. I hunt for the meat. The The antlers come as a bonus for me. My, my, my main goal is to be able to get the meat because I love making deer jerky. That is my favorite thing. The antlers are an absolute total 100% bonus. I mean, they're, they are 
on the inside they are totally like what i want but the, the meat is like what i'm going for so it's like my goal or what I get out of it is I get to experience what people use or how people really do it and how they used to do it. So I enjoy that number one. So I don't really do it for sport. I do it to eat, but I only do, I do it within season. I don't do it out of season. I, I people that do it out of season or for sport, like people hunting, you know, my door just opened from uh, uh, the garage. That's kind of spooky. Ooh. Uh, but people hunting like at like for sport or for trophy, uh, that that pisses me off, dude. Mm. I, I find it interesting that you said that you'd rather post quail than post deer. Interesting. It's just because it's it's the size. I mean, oh, okay. Nowadays, nowadays or now, I probably wouldn't care, but. I don't know. Is is it the size or is it the perceived value of life of the two? Going back to my dog versus human question, do you mm. value the life of a deer more? And that's why you're more protective about making sure it's done right versus the life of a quail. Well, I think every life should be cherished just as equally. It just depends on what it is. But I just, there, I think more of, See, hunting, it's more of like a, a sacred sacred deal whenever it comes to, to one and the other. Like there's just, and I wouldn't say like ritualist or like ritual type stuff or what what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, there's just like certain codes, certain- Etiquette. Yeah, there's certain etiquette with certain stuff. Like quail, you're shooting a bird and you're taking the, and you're pulling feathers off and you're pulling a breast off and you're washing it, putting it in a baggie with it. And, and the, the thing weighs a couple ounces or, or a couple pounds at least. So, I mean, I still care for the thing. I love it. And it, I personally, I love quail hunting more than I do deer hunting quail or I, I love them just as much, but quail hunting is more exciting more often. Deer hunting, the reward is more more rewarding. The adrenaline rush is 10 times better. But deer hunting, whenever you get it and you walk up to it, it's like, man, that like that, that's a that's a life just as big as me that I just took. So it's like, mm, there's a big difference. Mm. One's bigger than the other. Cause one's 180 pounds, one's two pounds. I don't know. I, I, that's just how I look at it. That's why I don't think I could do hunting uh, just because I, I don't I don't know that after I shot a deer, I could walk up to it and feel like good about what I just did. Right. No, and I'm I not get like that. I, I'm not against people doing it. Like if that's if that's what you want to do, like uh, go ahead. But like for me personally, I, I just don't think uh, that's something I would ever feel good about. Not like I enjoy target shooting. Um I enjoy that. I, I just think whenever there's a loss of life involved there, it kind of kind of no, diminishes the whole thing for me. The whole excitement for me, it comes from just I, th I think that's why history is my favorite thing ever, just because I think about everything in the past and how they used to do it. And I'm like, dang, this is this is how they, they did it 200 years ago, 300 years ago and forever ago before we were able to do it differently so it just makes me be able it's a way for me to step into the past into that historical mm -hmm. sense i guess 
Yeah, and I get that. I, I think that makes total sense. And, you know, if there was no food in the grocery stores, I would feel different about it because I'd have to right. feed my family. So I, I totally mm-hmm. understand that aspect of it. I think that I think one of the reasons <laughs> Oh <laughs> I think one of the reasons why especially they have hunting today is because there's I mean they probably have it like during certain seasons because of overpopulation, right? And yeah, deer um, down here yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. And really if you are going to eat the animal afterwards, if you're gonna treat it with the proper like respect and etiquette, then I, I feel like it it's fine. But if I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I kind of feel weird about having it as a trophy, like on the mantle too. Like, but there's there are decent amount of people that do that out there to oh, yeah, just because they take pride and they I guess they collect heads of different animals, which it's kind of a weird like beast predator versus prey thing. Which I mean, I've I've never been a hunter myself, so I can't relate. Really? With that hat? You're not a hunter? <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, no. I, I don't want to be a hunter. At least not in I, this life. Maybe maybe if I was reincarnated, maybe in another life. I see it as the, the reason we mount them is more of a story. Ah. Whenever whenever you see it, you, you just those memories that day every single memory comes back to it because i can just look right over my shoulder and look at the antlers from my very first buck and i for multiple years thought i was cursed because every deer that i shot at ran away because i missed just because i was rookie and so i finally got this one and it ran off and i was probably like 130 yards out so i mean it was a decent shot but I nailed it right in the right in the spot that I'm supposed to shoot it in. But I didn't think I did because it ran off a decent amount behind the feeder that we had. And here I am cussing, bleeping out all these words in front of my dad that he's never heard before, however long ago it was. And then I just looked at him and I was like, Dad, I'm so sorry. But yeah, so then I ended up finding it. But yeah, it's just you get a story out of it i guess that's one of the things with my dad i guess that is all we have uh for this week's episode on the uninformed i hope you all feel un- feel informed today you guys i hope the questions were a very enjoyable to listen I, to i feel quite informed